Welcome to the very first episode of Best Years. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, I welcome you. When I first came to Cornell in the fall of last year, I was quick to learn of a list of things every Cornellian should do by the time that they graduate. Though I have yet to throw a fish on the ice at the Cornell-Harvard men's hockey game, and I'm unsure if I really want to face the humiliation of streaking across the arts quad. I have to admit I have done a few of the things on the list during my freshman year. Recently, I also came across a lesser-known list of 161 things every Cornellian shouldn't do. Today, I'm joined with a Cornell Class of 2020 graduate, Chrysanthi Barris, to discuss the things we have done and cringe over the things we did and shouldn't have. Hey, how is it going? It's going well. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I am Chrysanthi Barris. I am Class of 2020. Um, I am a double major, um, biology and society and psych in arts and sciences. I never thought I'd be graduating into a pandemic, but here we are, but I graduated, um, and I'm very happy to be here. So thanks for having me. Of course, I'm happy that you were able to join. Today we're going to discuss the iconic list of 161 things every Cornellian should do, and the less famous 161 things every Cornellian shouldn't do. <laughs> so. Oh, good. <laughs> to start, yeah, it's it's concerning about the amount of things that overlap in both, so I don't know if I should do them or shouldn't do them. It's a whole mess. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the 161 things every Cornellian shouldn't do, so I think that'll be interesting. Yes, I've sadly highlighted a few of the things that were on that list, but we will go through those. We'll laugh about it and just leave that in the past. So cool. Sounds good. Sure. Okay. So I think I highlighted a few things that I've done on the to-do list. Um, and I think I will, I'll just share some of those right now. I've listened to the full Chimes concert from the Clock Tower and guessed the songs that were played. Uh, so I, when I did this, I went with my close friend, Hillary, which you you know, and we went up to the tower after studio and it was really fun. I was totally winded after all those stairs. I was so out of shape fall semester. <laughs> but yeah, we went up there and it was just the most glorious day. The sun was setting. It was, it was a movie. So have you, have you been to the top of the tower? I have definitely been to the top of the tower a few times and I would definitely recommend it to anyone. Um, it is kind of like when you're thinking about how many steps there are, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> like, do I really want this? And is it worth it? But it definitely is worth it. Um, something funny, I guess, um, I've listened to the concert from up in the tower, but also just walking around to classes. And like, I remember they were playing like Christmas songs in like the spring, which I just found so funny. I, I don't know why, but I don't know. Sometimes some of the songs that they play are just like. It's, it's whack. I I wonder how someone gets like a job there. I, I know you can apply to be like the chimes master, but do you have to have like chiming experience? Like, I don't know these things. I, I would think that you have to have some type of like musical experience for yeah. sure. Yeah. But also like when I think about it, I kind of wonder like, is it a cult? Like, is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, is it just like two or three people that like are just chime masters and like no one knows who they are? Yeah. Or maybe they do know who they are and I just don't know who they were. <laughs> Wait, I have a dumb question. Do they play the chimes 24 hours, seven days a week? 
or do they only do it at certain times? Because that's something I don't know. Like, does someone live up there and is that all they do? I think they do it at certain times. No, no, I think they go up there. I don't know. I think it's kind of like, like they treat it as like not a club, but like a job, right? Like, oh, my shift is from, you know, this time. And they just like go up there. But I kind of like the story better of like having someone live up there. Yeah. And then someone has to like, like I like that story. And they have to walk every (laughs) step to bring someone food and then back down. Man. Can you just imagine like the calves that they must have? Like, if you're a chimes master and you have to go up there all the time to play music, like, can you imagine how in shape you would be? Dude, like, that's I amazing. Know. I mean, like, who needs a gym membership? Exactly. I'm just saying. I mean, the calves on top of the calves that they would already have from walking up all the hills, you know? That's what I'm insane. saying. Like, uh, that's worth the 70000 dollars, I think, per semester, <laughs> per year. <laughs> they may be pushing it, but... <laughs> Feels like per semester, but... <laughs> Uh, feels way too close (laughs) yeah yeah right (laughs) this is for freshmen so registering for classes during freshman pre-enroll then switch out of every single one by the time ad drop ends. so it wasn't every single one but it was a lot because I feel like I had no direction as to which classes to take I didn't really understand the system yet um so that was a bit tedious and confusing but you were also a freshman True. And like, I feel like you're not supposed to know what you want to do yet. I definitely did that's the same thing. I enrolled before I switched my major. I was fine arts. Love my fine arts people out there. Um, shout out. Shout out to my fine arts people that are going to listen to this, I hope. Um, I was fine arts and I called my parents up and I'm like, guys, I'm switching out. And I just changed all of my classes last day of ad drop, dropped everything couldn't add the certain amount of classes that I needed to like be enrolled as a full-time student and I had to like go around door to door to each professor and be like listen like I need to be in this class because I need to be a full-time student so like I don't know what we're gonna do here but like you gotta let me in so (laughs) I don't know I just glad everything worked out (laughs) that's to be expected you know I know I know Um, (laughs) like no one really knows what they're doing exactly like freshmen pre-enroll like for some reason I really wanted to be in this plant bio class before I like so I needed a biology credit and the plant bio class would fulfill that so I was like hey like so I I didn't get the class during pre-enroll but during ad drop people dropped so I was able to enter the class and the first two days or three days I sat in the lecture hall and I was just so confused and I was like what the hell am I doing here all these people are plant science majors and I'm at the moment, a landscape architecture major. Like, what am I doing? I I understood zip of what was happening. It was bad. So I dropped that, and then I... What did you replace it with? I replaced it with Plagues and People, uh, which is an epidemiology class, which feels, like, really relevant right now. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought it would be that relevant. I know, I know. Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. I thought it was, like, a bio it would count as a bio credit because it was like biology and society so in my head I was like oh that means it's like a bio credit and it's not so I was down one bio credit it's it was this whole mess but now I'm switching out of Cal so yay me <laughs> there you go it worked it worked worked out better so. so that was always fun always stressful it is always stressful I think it's also really important to kind of remember that everyone's in the same situation you know like it's stressful but everyone else is also stressed so 
be stressed together. Be stressed. It's honestly <laughs> the best thing you can do. I mean, do. that's how we met. That's Ex- how we oh met. Oh my God, you're so right. You're so right. Should we dive into the story? No. Let's dive in. You can tell it. I want to know how you tell the story. <laughs> so I was with my friend, Hillary, and we were studying for our environmental psychology class with Professor Gary Evans, Gare Bear, as we like to say. And, you know, I overheard these two girls studying the same packet. Me and Franny. You and Franny. And I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe it would be like a great idea if we formed a study group. So I introduced myself and we started studying and it just, it clicked. It clicked and here, look, look at where we are now made a group chat and we popped off on that like it, it was pop like off hey, on when it. you want to study we popped off you know we were texting like yo did you do the first question on the study guide like i don't know what to do <laughs> oh my i'm God. so i'm so that. glad that our our lives life paths were able to cross it was meant to be it was meant to be it really was yeah. it really was and i'm forever thankful and blessed Tip for everyone listening, like, make sure you turn and talk to your neighbor in lecture. You know, don't be afraid. Very good advice. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's only me. I really hope not. I've bombed a prelim. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. It was also during quarantine. It was for econ. And it was just, it was tough. It was really tough because I wasn't really in the right mental state to take a test. <laughs> I don't think any of us were in the right mental state to take a test. <laughs> it was not a good time, but I got over I it. I definitely have bombed a few myself. Am I happy about it? I mean, no. I had severe testing anxiety when I first got to Cornell. It was bad. Like, really bad. I was like, what the heck? Like, because I'd open my prelim and I'd be like, what? Like, what? <laughs> and I would, <laughs> you know, I spent time studying and like, I study. And I was like, I, no, like, no, like, this isn't happening. Um, But you know what? It's a part of Cornell. (laughs) Exactly. My philosophy is you can't grow as an individual if you don't fail, you know, because failing allows you to learn from your mistakes and allows you, you know, taking a few steps back is better than staying where you are. That's my, my philosophy on, you know, success and failure. So consider failure a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. If you fail your prelim, it's a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) When you put it that way, it kind of sounds like... Maybe not, maybe not, but at least that's what I tell myself (laughs) when I get those (laughs) grades, and I'm like, oh. Luckily, I didn't have many of those, but like, you know, I don't know. Give yourself kind of a a break, you know? It's okay. Exactly. It's not the end of the world. (laughs) So during the winter, Cornell has the no winter maintenance signs right? With a little penguin, you know, yep. very poor visibility, by the way, not good. Not good. Uh-uh. And so this is number 59. Ignore the no winter maintenance signs, slip and fall down the stairs. I don't think I fell down the stairs. I think I fell on flat ground. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't think it was just one time. I think it was like a few times. It's especially lethal if you're walking up the slope or down the slope. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing because like in the middle of like walking with a heavy jacket up the slope, right? I lived in West, so I'd walk up every single day and like you're wearing this giant jacket, you have your backpack on top with like books and like you don't realize the winter maintenance sign at all. And if you do, you're still going to go at the same pace, like just pretending that there is no ice and like there is no snow. And then like you fall up the stairs, you know, and it's like, I don't know, 
you're basically coughing up a lung, but also you're trying to like get back up because you fell on black ice and then everyone else behind you is like, what is this person doing? Like, are they good? And no one really helps. It's like a mess. It's a like, mess. can I sue for negligence? Yeah, I know. Poor visibility, poor visibility. Shout out to Hillary. Ugh. Oh, this is one that we can totally relate to. Sit in live cafe when you have no work to do and watch worried students down gallons of coffee. Well, I've all, I've definitely been that person who was being watched, who was downing gallons of coffee, but I've also been in the shoes of the person watching the people who were stressed and downing gallons of coffee. So I completely agree. I've been on both sides of that. I feel like both of us, like we'd be on either side, but we'd like that relationship would be between us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's kind of funny. For sure. It's, it's also just one of my favorite things to do, though. Just sit and live, kind of like drink a ton of coffee and just like watch everyone. <laughs> just sitting in there so. is so, I don't know. I love the energy in there because it's not, it's not completely quiet. I, I like working with a little bit of background noise, at, at least when I'm working or like studying with groups. Um, I, I like that. That I is mean, always finding fun. a table in there, though, is just tough sometimes. You know, it's like, crazy I think that should be on 161 things I don't know if it is but like fighting for a table in live cafe that is so true (laughs) you know speaking of fighting for places to study the next one is pretending you are Harry Potter and studying the 80 white reading room which you can never find a seat in because there's always people in there Never, ever. And you know what's funny, actually? It seemed to me like the people that were studying in there were kind of always in there. Like, it's kind of like the same people in there. Like, last time I went, I went a couple days in a row to try to find seats. And it looked like the people that were in there, like, had been there. Like, they're, like, recurring people. Like, they just go and they find a spot, which is kind of funny. Um, So they, like, all go there very early as well, I realized. Or do they stay there all night? That's the question. I don't know if that one's open all night. Oh, is it not? Eurus is. Oh, yeah. Eurus is. They stay there all night and then just go in there when they, it opens. Maybe they just never get Maybe. sleep. Maybe they just hide in the stacks. You never know. So we were both in a psych class and you're a major, you're a psychology major. So you've had like sonar, not sonar, sona, the sonar requirements, right? So you've taken part in psychology experiments, which have been, they're interesting. I don't know. You get the credit, you know, it's kind of nice to help out though, even though sometimes you don't really know the outcome of the studies, but it's kind of, it's nice to know that you're kind of doing something for the psych department and getting your credit. I feel like it's a good, like mutual thing. That one wasn't the more like, that wasn't too juicy. No. But you know, it's something you should do, you know, as a, as a student, especially if you're a psych major, you kind of have to. Yep. Get your credit. Have you ever, like, taken an unplanned nap in the library? Yes, absolutely. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely, actually. Um, Yes, many times. Uh, Especially, like, I'm one of those people that likes to show up, like, like, before prelim, I'll show up very early because, like, I want to get my seat. So, like, sometimes I'll take a little bit of a power nap. Like, I'll study a little and then I'll just, like, put my alarm on and take, like, a 20-minute, like, you know, 27-minute, like, power nap. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) There's yep. a giant beanbag chair in man library. And you know that during maybe like it was probably like in the first one or two weeks, I <laughs> took a nap there. It was great. It was so nice. I would <laughs> love man library for napping. It's a nice library. I, I'm not always on that side of campus, but like when I am, I actually really like studying by in man. Me too. I I, I do like it. There are lots of places to study too. 
in there. Oh, oh God. Yeah, for sure. And mandibles is right there. Oh, delish. So, so good. This next one is literally applicable to anyone that's, you know, been a student at Cornell. You've lived through an Ithaca blizzard and tell your friends how you survived frostbite. I don't know if I can account to that, to the frostbite portion, but let me tell you, do you remember that one blizzard we had? Yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yep. (laughs) They sent out an email. They sent out an email, and you know what the email said? They said, don't be outside for more than, what was it, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? They sent out an email. Did they really say that? You're kidding. You will get frostbite if you're outside for more than, like, a certain number of minutes, right? And so I remember, like, ducking into each, like, building to, like, warm up before, like, trying to walk through the snow and the the wind. I remember I have a picture of myself with a scarf around my my neck and then, like, my huge jacket with my hood. So only my eyes. You could only see my my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I looked like it was crazy. That's so funny. I know. So during that day, I was in college town and I, I walked up with a friend to the Statler because I think all the campus was shut down and like there are no classes but the Statler was open so I went in there to warm up a little bit and then I was like hey I'm gonna get some lunch at Max because there was also like no place to eat because everything was closed right so I, I got Max and I got I got some pho and it was so good and I got a croissant I, got, I have to say the croissants at Max slap they're one it's one of the better croissants they're on campus so good they're so good that in the Cornell store the what is that one called the Cornell store. Oh, Cafe Jenny. Upstairs. Cafe Jenny has yes. good croissants too. They do. They it do. depends on what when you catch them, but they do too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I am I, I do feel the the Zeus uh, croissants, but they're a little too crunchy for my taste. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I get what you mean. Um, my friend recently emailed Zeus because our favorite thing um, was the iced caramel lattes yes. at Zeus. Mm-hmm. Like they're like five plus dollars, but they are just incredible. The best iced caramel latte that you will have ever. And I put money on that because that I've tried a lot of coffee, right? I'm a coffee connoisseur. That is the best latte that I've ever had. And she recently emailed Zeus to get their caramel recipe because the caramel that they use in the iced caramel latte is like fresh and homemade. <laughs> and he like, they responded and it was just like, it warmed my heart. So that like, is so shout sweet. out to my friend Simona. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It just oh made me God. so happy. That's awesome. So basically I like, anyway, I got pho and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't really want to finish it here. And cause it was a lot, it was a lot of food. And I, I don't know, I, I was, I wanted to finish it at home in, in the safety of my room in the warmth of my room. So I had to walk from the Statler because none of the buses were running. I walked from the Statler to North Campus. And I think that's when I fell, to be honest. And Probably. it was so, so cold. I'm never doing that again. Never. I say that, but it's going to happen again next year. Um, probably, because I've also realized you can never get good snowshoes. Like, there is no good snowshoes for the Ithaca winter. That's what I've realized, you know? Nope. You just can't, you can't prepare for it. It's just something that you have, I don't know, kind of get through. You'd think living in Rochester for 18 years, like the place where the weather is so unpredictable that it snows in May. I'm not even kidding. I think it snowed this year in May. My dad went skiing in our backyard. And you'd think that would prepare me for the depths of hell that Ithaca's winters are. But, you know, I've been proven wrong. So (laughs) it's rough. Okay. Have you ever ordered wings over after 2 a.m.? Yes. 
multiple times on multiple occasions. Yep. I did that the first day I got to Cornell. <laughs> Guilty. No, did you really? Yeah. I love that. Getting ahead of it. Getting ahead of the 161 things to do. So yeah, always good. Recommend. Um, you've gone to an a- acapella concert. I have. I have. Yep, me too. Oh my God. This is like never have I ever. Sorry. <laughs> right? Isn't it? I don't remember which. I have seen. Oh gosh. What are their names? What's the name of it? I don't know, but I have. Do you remember when you went? Yeah, I went. I went with a friend. Um, my friend Sean is a really great singer, and he also produces music, which I recommend. He actually made the intro music to this podcast, so be sure to check him out on Spotify. Soybean Sauce. That's amazing. Really, really recommend. Have you gone skating at Lina? Lina Ring? Yes. Me too. Absolutely. So fun. I've seen some some games there. So. Oh, that's oh, so fun. The hockey is always... Always a great thing to do and see. Yep. Oh, I've gotten lost in College Town during orientation week. That's for sure. I, you really don't have a sense of direction when you first come to campus, you know? You're really disoriented. And like, I didn't know that people made fun of, like, at least as an upperclassman, I'm always like, oh my gosh, look at those freshmen wearing the lanyards, like across their necks, like around their <laughs> necks. And then I, then I realized I used to wear my lanyard like that with my key. <laughs> And now I look back and like sometimes I see photos of me and I'm like, I just did that because I didn't know where to put my like lanyard. But like, it's so embarrassing. So or just like opt for something other than the what is it? It's the um the Tatkin Center red lanyard. Tatkin Center. That was me. That was me. That's the one I had. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone had that. I think I have two. <laughs> I paid for a gym membership. $145, right? not cheap. You'd think it would be free. All right. I know. And I used it once. <laughs> yeah. I, I used it a few times, but like not enough to get my money's worth. I just, I don't understand why it's not free. Like I just don't, I don't get it. I know. You know? Anyway, I have a lot of problems with that, but. Me too. That's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> exactly. Lesson learned. I just won't get a gym membership next time. Oh, you know, what's super, super yummy brunch on North campus. That on a Sunday at like 11 a.m., delicious. It really is. It hits the spot, you know? It really does. I never really liked RPCC's food, but just for some reason, their brunch food hit different. It, it did. And you know what? You know what's nice, too? It's like when you go to West as a freshman, you realize like it's like a little like getaway. Like you always go to like the, the art. PCC up there and then you're like okay like you and your friends go down to west campus like maybe one time and then you're like oh my god like glass plates like glass like (laughs) do you remember like as a freshman you'd go and you'd be like wow this is what like what a lavish lifestyle down here (laughs) this is where all my money's going towards these the nice silverware and the glass plates (laughs) and the porcelain (laughs) (laughs) yep what a life uh, so I did a chalking for my friend um, who ran for freshman rep, and then it obviously vanished because it rained. So have you have you have you ever chalked for a club or anything? I actually can't say that I've chalked for a club. I can't. I can't say I have. No, I I I try to avoid walking on top of other people's chalk for a club because I just feel bad, you know. Because like someone, I see people sitting there like drawing on the chalk in front of the tower, and it's like I don't know. Like I feel like my back would hurt if I did that. So I, I don't want to like step on someone's like artwork. You know what I mean? But then sometimes I walk on top of it because I can't avoid the people like giving out corner cards 
you know, like those like little cards yeah. Yeah, for you. clubs that they're like, take this. And you're like, I don't, I am not a business major. <laughs> Sometimes I just take, I don't even look at them. I just take it and keep walking. Yeah, no, but like there's some people that are like, take them and throw them right there, like at the trash, the next trash can where they oh, can like no. clearly see. And it's like, oh, like, come at on. Least at least pretend like, to like pretend it. Pretend to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that hurts. <laughs> so you've lived in dorms for the entirety of your undergraduate career, right? Yes, I have. I am a dorm advocate. I really am. I really loved West Campus specifically. You know, I just, I feel like there was so much time for me to live in an apartment after school. And I was like, you know, when's the last time that, when is the next time I'm going to get to live in a beautiful castle and like wake up in the gothics, you know? So yeah, I've, I've lived in West. I love it. Very lovely. Ew, I just said very lovely. I hated that. (laughs) You don't even say that, like, in real life. I know. (laughs) Like, ever. Why today? (laughs) Like, today, out of all days. So, this is number 138. You've tried to cram a lot of people into your dorm room, so you've... See how many people you can cram into your dorm room. So, I... I think this was in February. I invited two of my friends from home. And one of my friends who actually went to Ithaca College came over too. And uh, no, two of them. So it was, I have two friends that go to Cornell, myself, that, that went to my high school. And then I had two friends that went to Ithaca College and then two friends that came from Rochester. And we all just chilled in my room. And we had a couple of other people who lived on my floor. And it was just really fun to, I don't know, see my worlds collide, I guess. It was really, it was really nice. I love that. Yeah. That's so nice. It was super fun. That's great. The other one is Russia fraternity or sorority during your freshman spring. I did that. There's nothing really too much to it. It was a business fraternity. I didn't get in. I got pretty far, but it's not really a story worth telling. I've never done that. Not a, I have enough Greek life in my life. I'm Greek for those of those, those of you listening who don't know. So I don't need a fraternity or sorority to tell me that I am Greek because I Lies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that killed me. Just saying. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> and the last one that I've highlighted, which is also on the things that you shouldn't do. So this is a good crossover point. You've gone to Club Fest as a first year and signed up for a dozen clubs that you'll never go to. I am guilty of that. That was... You know, pick and choose wisely which ones you actually want to join because you're going to be stuck in those email chains forever. I still get them. I still get them because I just like that's funny didn't, didn't unsubscribe from them, so I still get them, and it's like um, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Is it too late to join? <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Now that we've sort of covered the to do, we're gonna briefly go over the not to do or don't do. We touched on the club fest thing. Oh, this is this is very, very true and is still relevant to me. Imposter syndrome. So you doubt the Cornell admissions office. They definitely don't favor legacy students. It's been that way since my mom went there. I've, I don't know, it was like a shock, I guess, when I came to school. I knew people would be bright, but I just did, I, for a really long time, I just didn't feel like I deserved to be there. And I still don't. But it keeps me you humble, do. I guess. <laughs> I no, I get it. I, I went through the same thing. 
you know, I definitely went through the same thing. So I don't know. You deserve to be here. Everyone deserves to be here. Yes. We are both guilty of this. We've eaten at Oak and Shields. Um, I just, I'm just going to say for those of you listening to this that haven't um, gone on Spotify and followed the Oak and Shields playlist, um, you need to, because it's an experience. It really, it's an experience. Like one second you're listening to like Beyonce and the next you're listening to like, yeah, Jason Mraz and you're like, you're just like being thrown in all of these different directions. And it's like, I don't know, you just have to. Would recommend 10 out of 10. Exactly. You're confused to like what musical decade you're in because you'll get stuff from like the early 2000s. You'll get stuff from- From the 80s. From the 80s. It's, it's great. But yeah, we've eaten there before every prelim. Before every prelim. That's kind of a sucky, like, last meal, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. Like, so much for treat yourself. I know. Like, no, I'm just bashing Oak and Shields. Oak and Shields, you know what, though? There's always something that's okay at Oak and Shields. Sometimes it hits the spot. Sometimes it's like. Yeah, it does. Where, it's an acquired like, what taste. do they kill to make this? <laughs> <laughs> you know? I oh, feel that. Boy. It's an acquired taste. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just crave a good Oak and Shields meal. This is too, too relevant right now. Fall in love with a college town establishment. It'll be gone by the time you graduate. Freaking college town bagels. Ugh. CTV. Bring her back. Bring her back to her original location. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of just so depressing to see like the college town spot right now. Like for those of you who aren't in Ithaca, CTV is moving across the street. And right now there's just a lot of construction where it used to be. And it's just like, there's this little like truck that's replacing CTV right now, like as an in-between, like intermediate step. Right. It's just like, it's so sad. I, I had a first date there, you know? And it's just gone. My first roundhouse. My first roundhouse. My my roundhouse that I used to get every single time that I went to CTV. It was my order. I literally never ordered anyone anything else. Just a roundhouse. So yummy. Call it bare necessities. I'm that awkward person who like doesn't catch catch on to lingo or, you know, nicknames for places. So for like the first two weeks, I called my dorm Mary Donnellan. Instead of just Donlin, and I got so much hate for that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and yeah, I've called it Baron Necessities, and I've called it Robert Purcell. Wait, I, I'm confused. Wait, hold on. Like, what's wrong with what's wrong with Baron Necessities? I don't know. People call it Nasties for whatever reason. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's Nasties. I've only I only called it Nasties. At first, I called it Baron. I called I called it Baron Necessities once, I think, and that's when I first got there. And then I heard people saying nasties, and I'm like, what is nasties? And then I realized they're the same thing. <laughs> You've bought a textbook from the Cornell store. Mm, we all have. Guilty. We've all done that. Guilty. We've all been ripped off. Yeah, and the problem is when you sell your textbooks back, you don't make anything, like no money back. So it's like you might as well just keep them for your like book collection. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna, what are you gonna do with the dollar, you know? Is it really just a dollar? <laughs> It's like they don't give you a lot for your textbooks that you spent like $100 on. That's so annoying. Think an 8.40 a.m. or a 9.05 a.m. is ever okay to take. I did the best thing fall semester, and I had 10 a.m.s every single day of the week. Best decision I ever made. It was so good. I think the 10 
is the perfect time for, for a class to start. Because like you have time to like get dressed without like rushing. You have time to shower if you want. You have time to like grab breakfast. Breakfast and or even your coffee at live or wherever you get your coffee. You know, it's like the perfect time. And like you're not sleepy at that time. Exactly. That was that was the life. Uh you've deleted Dennis Casero's emails without skimming them. I've Absolutely. I've done that guiltily at times, but nothing against Denise. Um, I have seen her actually at Willard Strait once or twice. Oh, really? Right. When getting popcorn, I've seen her once or twice. One of my friends was like, hey, that's Denise. Like, Kasara, we get her emails. And I'm like, oh my God, like the legend, you know? I love that. Queen. Yeah. Except I still delete her emails. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I still, God. I still do, do it too. <laughs> I signed up for a Swedish massage class as my gym for the fall semester. And I signed up without a friend. And Ako Taco, um, literally every single person in there was in a relation in a relationship with another person in the class. What? All like couples. No way. Yes way. You're joking. I'm not. It was horrible. Wait, so who were you partnered up? There was with? some girl. She was like a graduate student. I have no idea why a graduate student was taking a gym class. First of all, maybe just for fun. I don't know. Wow. It was so awkward, and I dropped as soon as I got home. It was horrible. And it was on a Friday at, like, 6. That's kind of sad, though, because I feel like that would be kind of a cool class. Yeah, I know. I don't think I'm going to take it again, though. <laughs> no. Unless, like, someone else is going to take it with you. Wear anything you care about to a frat party. I think something's growing on my vans. Oh, my God. I know. My vans, actually. Funnily enough, my white vans are just trashed. I'd paint them blue so that they would look somewhat normal? I mean, I actually, what I did was I had vans that I wore to a frat party and they got destroyed, absolutely destroyed. So those from from then on, they were like my frat shoes. So like every time that I went to a frat, which I didn't go often, but like it wasn't worth like destroying another pair of shoes. That that was like their one purpose is to, to be in a, you know, get destroyed. This is go home for fall break. I've done this. I've only had one chance to do it, but it would have been fun to chill with my friends, but not a, not yeah, a huge regret of mine. I agree. I, I've also gone like home, but I've also gone to New York City for a few days. And then one fall break, I went, I stayed here. So what I will say is like, it's kind of nice to be on campus when there is no work going on. You know, you can catch up and like really appreciate the campus. But also, like, it, it is pretty fun going to New York City if you you go with someone, you know, and just kind of spend a day or two there and then come back. For sure. New York City in the fall, too, is just... I know, I know. Such a vibe. I know. But, like, when is New York City going to, like, be safe again? I know. Ugh. It really does. I plan, I plan on going to the city, like, either during February break or during fall break. Like, I don't know. I really wanted to, and I just never went, and I really gr- regret not going, so... If you have a chance, just go. Just do it. <laughs> just go. Just do it. Just do it. I keep jumping around, but back to the frat shoe topic. You've made up a name at the door of a frat party. I've definitely, like, John is the, I know John, you know, generic name. Yeah, we, I know John. Or you Adam John. or something. Exactly. S- plenty of Johns. Oh, you've worn other colleges' clothing around campus. I've done that. Um, can we just look at my shirt right now? <laughs> it says Bucknell. I'm wearing a Bucknell shirt, and, and I'm still at Cornell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you're in the privacy of your own home though so True. i don't think you're offending anyone <laughs> no judgment judgment free zone <laughs> i think i've worn like an oxford sweater at some point just like in the dorm i think i've seen you wear the oxford sweater i've definitely yeah <laughs> There are people that will wear, like, full-on... The Harvard rejects will wear their Harvard shirts on campus. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And you kind of wonder... You wonder, though, like, did they buy those thinking that they were getting, like, gonna get in? Or, like, did they buy them after they got into Cornell? Or, like, did you just have a Harvard shirt? These are the questions, like, I want to I want to know. You know? <laughs> Do you know the alma mater? Like, the whole thing? Mm, I... I... I know most of it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you see um, it, but... It, it comes back when you're around other people, like, for homecoming. Like, when they did, like, the whole light show and that little concert thing. It came back. Like, I knew it then. <laughs> I know, like, the first couple words. The last one is you Venmoed for a freshman year dorm room pregame. Guilty is charged. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. So, that concludes the recap of the do's and don'ts, what we both have done. Yeah, I recommend checking out the list just to check off something if you've done it. I think it's a really good starting point, like, especially as a freshman, like, when you get here and you kind of don't know what to do, you know, and I don't know. You're starting to, like, meet your friends, and then you're like, well, like, what do we do? It's a good, like conversation starter and like you can really like start doing things around Ithaca and like getting familiar with Cornell you know so I, I would definitely recommend doing some stuff on here too. exactly keep in mind half of it is sarcastic but you know what you still do it you, you still end up doing it whether it's ironically or just because that's life thanks for having me on I hope to have you on future episodes hey thanks for tuning into this week's episode you know what's even better than listening to this podcast? Recommending it to a friend and returning for future episodes. Make sure to follow Best Years on Instagram at Best Years Podcast and to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bestyearspodcast. This show is edited, hosted, produced, and managed by Louisa Welty, and the intro music is by Sean Yu. Thanks for tuning in.